three. Oh, Jose, do you want me to do the intro or are you doing the intro? You can do it. That'd yeah. be great. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clap for myself. You know, you shouldn't announce it. Because here it comes. I can't start without laughing. Hi, and welcome to It's Going to Get Stupid. This is your favorite podcast. Holly's making faces, you, and I'm you Rick. Just, you just started yelling. I'm Holly. I'm Jose. I'm Holly, and my husband's yelling. I'm not yelling. You're like, wah. I'm not he, trying he's to. He's using his podcast voice. Hi, he's guys. his podcast voice. Well, his a podcast voice sounds very angry. Well, I... It's I, a little I, aggressive. It's like when I get on the phone. Be like, aggressive. Me... Be. Don't don't be aggressive. Me working in an open office environment is the worst for everyone, especially when I have to be on like client calls in an open, like just at my desk, because I I mumble and I you do mumble. I get like mush mouth. Yes. Um, with my words, mm-hmm. and uh, in order to combat that, my brain speaks louder. Or like my brain, like I, I force my voice to be louder. So it's like my mom when I took her to um, Europe and she <laughs> just talked louder at everybody's face in English when they're yes. like, I don't understand you. Yeah. Saying it louder doesn't make me then understand English. So there was it one. Does, a- actually. There was one agency <laughs> I worked at and there was elevator banks in the center of the office and the rest of it was just like a big circle. Right. Your donut, donut office. It, it was a donut office. And so I'd be sitting at my desk talking to a vendor and she had, the vendor I was talking to had an accent and um, English wasn't her first language. And so I was trying to speak clearly enough to get her to understand what I was saying. And because of my mush mouth and I tried to slow down my speech and I speak louder, like you could hear me. From around the office. You also yell at the people in the box when we order coffee. Because I want them to understand me. They're like, hey, what can I get for you? You're like, I would <laughs> like this coffee. Give it to me. And I'm like, why are you yelling? I don't say give it to me. Why are you yelling? He does, 100%. He just throws the give money at them. Give me the coffee. It's so loud. Throws it at their face. And I can mm. hear it echoing from the window up ahead, coming out of their headset. No, you it's cannot. So no, you cannot. That is a lie. <laughs> that is a lie. We've gotten off topic. Let's go. We have. Oh, Anyways. that was great. This is the best. Anyways, Jose, if they would like to email us about their podcast voice, where can they send us an email? You can shoot us an email, possibly in all caps, at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. You can go to facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. You can tweet us in all caps and with a thousand hashtags at it's uh, at IGTGS show. You can hit us up on Instagram with a video because now it's a video service of you just yelling <laughs> at uh, it's going to get stupid. You can go to YouTube and search it's going to get stupid podcast and leave us a voicemail at 832-304-1423. And if you, do, if you do email us, make sure you put the entire message in the subject line in all caps. Yes. And don't call and don't you, call us and yell. If you leave a voicemail, make sure you're yelling. My, my favorite is uh, I would get an email from one of my bosses, and the entire message of the email would be in the subject line, but then he wouldn't remove his default signature. So it'd be like, can you tell me where this is at? Thanks. And then his name. 
in the body of the emu. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Yeah. So the body of the email sh- just said it Thanks. was just his signature, oh my but the entire like he would use it like an instant messenger. Why <clears throat> you just I am you? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. He paid. Uh, he paid for Slack for the for the company. But did that's he whack. know how to use it? Because old people sometimes don't know how. I don't. I don't know that to either. use the technology. Yeah. I sound like Cosby. Look, I I don't know how to use the technology. Wouldn't pop. And I sell technology, so. It is what it is, Speaking man. Speaking of technology. Just... Technology. Uh, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> My headphones are bugging. Uh, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking of technology, one of the things that uh, came up this week um, that we were talking about is kind of like the permanence of digital content um, in our modern era. Um, I won't go into details about it, but you know, there was the issue that Beyonce faced um, since her last album, Renaissance, came out. There's been like three things that people have kind of criticized her for, um, for, you know, for either certain lyrics or certain uh, samples that she used within the album. Um, and then the songs have the digital versions of these songs have been changed uh, lyrically and the sample has been removed. There's a third one, uh, that's also been a request. Um, I won't go into that one cause I don't know if it's actually going to happen. Um, but we've seen other things happen like this, you know, um, the Duffer brothers are making small tweaks, uh, in a, I think it was a variety interview. They referred to as George Lucasing, um, the previous seasons. There was a rumor out there that a whole scene was removed, um, from an earlier season, uh, but that was just uh, kind of internet internet rumor. But they have gone back and made changes um, to previous seasons in order. Like I think Will Byers' birthday um, was changed in order to reflect the fact that in like season four, like it's kind of they just kind of glossed over it. Well, but they forgot that that yeah. was the that was the they made a big deal of his birthday on that day in season one, but they forgot right. in season four. So when they had that video and it had his birthday like in the little record box. It's like, oh, everyone was like, well, then no wonder he's sad. You guys didn't even mention his birthday. And it's like, oh, crap, we totally forgot that was his birthday. It's like someone, so, needs, I mean, to, someone needs to have a, a list. I guess one thing would be like they're using this editing process to fix continuity errors in shows. Right? Yes. They're going back and changing little things. In some, yeah. in some instances, yes. And so it, I, it, it's weird because like, so if you bought the physical copy, obviously that's not going to change, right? And everything's moving towards digital medium. I think, Jose, have you 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 do everything digital now, right? Yes. Okay. Um, and so so if we like, you know, all of our music services are digital, all of our movie services are digital. Like we buy digital movies. Um, so, so so wait, real quick. So I th- I hope you had caught this on on a uh, on video on a no video audio. Um, but when we first got on the Discord, we were having those problems. I was actually on the phone with Sirius XM because the new vehicle I bought came with Sirius, and they were trying to uh, tell me about all this cool streaming radio and all this. And I'm like, no, I would rather just pick what I want to listen to right away, instantaneously. <laughs> and she was like, okay, well, I'll just uh. Just enjoy your free trial. I was like, yeah, why don't I care about these shows and all this? Like, I could just listen to whatever I want at any time. Why would I do this? What's the point of this? Yeah. Get away, serious. Um, 
but now that we're kind of like switching to like more digital stuff, unless you like physically download or not physically, unless you like download the files, have them on a hard drive somewhere that is not connected to the internet. Right. Or if it's like, if it's in Netflix or if it's like just streaming from the service itself, there's a good chance that in the future it could be changed. Um, and it's, it's kind of like, you know, my question is like, how does that affect art as we move forward, especially in the music and movie industry in the physical realm? Like, obviously like, you know, people producing artwork, like that's not gonna, I don't think it's going to be an issue unless, you know, it's a certain type of statue. Um, but <laughs> I don't think we're going to, we're going to see, you know, paintings being removed. They might be vaulted and locked up but they're not going to be altered. Right. But now like you have Beyonce removing lyrics and removing samples. You have the Duffer brothers making little tweaks to their shows. Um, Holly's well, there's- brought this to my attention that there's a lot of book covers that get changed. So like, well, not just book covers, but like content and the books get yeah. changed. too. Yeah, I was about to say that too. So they're, they're precious authors are having like change certain things that they say because people find it offensive yeah. or whatever well, or, or not. Are I, so there are good things and bad things about this because like, well, in books, because I'm more of a reader than anything, but in books, it's like, um, I had an author that I really liked and she released a book and when it came out, like she had a couple of, there was like some situations in the book that as an author, you can, if it's not something that you're familiar with, you do your research and you write about it as best you can from someone who hasn't experienced said thing. So then she had some people that did experience those things and say, look, like the way you portrayed this is not okay. And so she went back and said, you know what? Like she had a discussion with the people that had an issue and she went and rewrote that chapter. And she just said, Hey, look, if you bought a physical copy, you have this version, but if you have a digital copy, it's no longer going to exist. Like she completely changed the thing and it was kind of like it's good i mean it's good in a situation like that where you've inadvertently made a mistake and you can fix it digitally but it's like on the other hand there's so many people that are like i know that there's some like newer authors that released books um like independently and then they were like you know what that story just kind of is lame so they just basically rewrite the whole book and then just re-upload it so you get a whole new book and you're like what happened so it's like in some instances where you've made you've made an error by like being offensive like you can correct that and that's a good thing but there's other things like you know what i just don't personally like that anymore i'm just gonna change it and it's like if you enjoyed that story and now it's different story it's like i don't know then i think you're crossing the line but i think you made a point there holly about inadvertent right so yes i didn't mean anything by this um and it's part of the story but who dictates what's this is the whole problem right and i know we're not supposed to get political but who dictates what's offensive and what's not right so now i'm i'm being forced to change work that i put out and the intent wasn't there, but now I have to change my story because of this, or I have to remove something. In the in the long scheme, in the grand scheme of things, it's probably not important, honestly, right? right. It's probably an off. Uh, it probably won't affect the whole story as a whole or these little changes and edits. But the more that we, uh, as consumers, have power over things and exert that power, um, I think the less creative people can be. 
good or bad. Like there's some good things that come out of this, like Sonic being changed. Yes. That's a very good thing, right? They went back and changed everything, um, but it cost them a lot of money. It took a lot of time. And honestly, what if they had put the movie out and we still would have watched it anyway? It would have made the same amount of money and they didn't have to make that change. Yeah. We don't know because because we like the She-Hulk trailer, another good example. They went and made changes. Yeah. But that was just like in the like pre-release. I mean, that wasn't like they released a movie, pulled the movie, made changes and re-released it. I mean, that's different. Or there's been like a series, like TV shows that aired and then when they re- released them like on Netflix or whatever, they've removed things that didn't go over well. That didn't go over the well the first time. And it's like, what do I mean? Then it's like, okay, well, what are you doing? Like, are you doing it just because like, well, let's just make it better in the re-release by just like, Oh, you didn't like that. That joke didn't land. Let me take it out. it's like, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's interesting because we've, um, we have Peacock, and they release uh, the Office Superfan episodes. Mm-hmm. And so they do them like a season at a time. And right now I think they're up to like season five. There's a re- like they go like if you thought like the Office like was like borderline like kind of HR offensive. They <laughs> they definitely go a bit. They went a bit further originally. Um, and it's interesting to watch like what they cut and like what they kind of put in instead of like what they just removed completely. Um, there was a, a three-fifths of vote joke uh, oh, gosh. In, in one of the episodes with Daryl and um, oh no, and Andy, Andy Bernard, yeah. Andy Bernard, um, <laughs> the two perfect characters for it. But yeah, like obviously it made the cutting room floor like it did not air, but it's a great like interaction and a great way for like to show just like how like they wanted to approach it. But then like the, the you know, the, the big wigs at NBC were probably like, you cannot put that on uh on primetime television whatsoever well and you have like is it the rescuers down under that had the scene the little cartoon scene where they're driving through the city and then there's a poster of a naked woman i think it was the rescuers the rescuers down under takes place in australia so of course like when that movie came out it was just in the theater i don't even think they released videos at that time because but when they released VHS many years later, they had changed. Well, I think maybe the first releases had it. But when people started saying, like, when you could actually slow it down and watch things, you're like, hey, there is a naked poster right there. So they took it out. And, of course, like, when they released it digitally, it has completely yeah. changed. It's something totally different. But it's like, I mean, sometimes people catch things. And, and in that instance, I'm totally on board with you making changes. But... In other instances, it's like, I don't, I don't know. It's like, if you've said something offensive and you didn't, like, it wasn't, if it wasn't meant offensive and it did come across that way, of course you want to be able to have the right to kind of alter some things because you don't want to be like, you don't want to be that person to be like, oh, what offended you? Get over it. And that's okay in some things because I'm not talking about if a social justice warrior comes at you like, you know, I this doesn't apply to me, but I'm sure it applies to other people and I'm sure they're offended. It's like, whatever, then you do need to get over it. But it's like, if someone, if you've said something and you had no idea that it meant something else, you should, as a creator, you should be able to have the right to be like, I'm going to alter that because that was not my intention. 
You know, you don't want well, the focus to be on one thing when you're meaning something else. Yeah, so another, like, <clears throat> Bluey Season 3 was released. We never watched Bluey. I, I, guess, I guess this show is from Australia, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Um, it's an Australian show, um, and Disney Plus did a lot of editing to this show. Did they? And edit, yeah, they edited, especially the third season, they edited a bunch of stuff out that was like didn't make i was watching a video about it it like didn't always make sense but they were just trying to be like they're trying to play they're trying to play you know like we we don't want to offend these people we don't want to offend these people kind of thing we want to make sure this lands and stuff like that um which i thought was interesting because you know if you watch pixar films or other disney films they have a lot of adult jokes in them yeah all the time so um but my thing about this is like if i'm the maker of bluey right i'm mm-hmm. the original creator of it and i had intent i put my heart sweat soul into it and then they just change it because they think something else how do how do i feel as an artist right that's the point right yeah. i've made something now i've sold the rights to somebody else though so it's not really mine anymore but should we be so quick to edit and change things so i'm uh, hmm. I'm going to say if you've sold the rights to your creation, right? Like it's no longer technically yours. You made it. You It's your blood, sweat, and tears, but you sold the rights to it. Then you're kind of beholden to the contract of like the the sale of the content. If, yeah. you, if you want to keep it um, completely unaltered and however you want to produce it, like this, like however you want to portray it, you may not make the money, but there are enough avenues now to where you can either self-publish or self-distribute. Um, now, it, like YouTube is a prime example, right? Like the creator of it, like if he didn't want to alter it, like he could have easily just like distributed on YouTube. Now YouTube gets a little tricky because they have their own rules and in, 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 uh, regulations about like what's shown. Like for example, a lot of video games, uh, video game creators or commenters were getting deemed on YouTube because like when Mortal Kombat 11 came out, which is probably like one of the bloodiest Mortal Kombat games released. Oh yeah. Um, they couldn't show any of the blood. And so whenever they were doing reviews and like looking at screen captures, um, they had to go back and like alter the color of the screen in order for the blood to be like bright green or blue or something like that. Like you couldn't have this pool of red color, on the screen because the algorithm was smart enough to pick it up. Right. So you can't get away with it, with anything on there. However, there are avenues to distribute your own content unaltered the way you want. You're just sacrificing the ability to make money off of it. Traditionally. Well, I think, I mean, like what Jose's talking about with bluey, I think, I mean, if you've sold, the rights to whatever it is. I think it's kind of crappy for the person that bought it to then make alterations because that, I mean, and I'm not saying, I mean, I don't know. It's just, I know if it's from one country and you're trying to sell in another country, like there's a lot of things that might be understood in one country and not in another. So 
Sure. But, yeah, yeah, I understand making those changes. But I mean, I just think, I mean, like, what if Michael Jackson re-released all the Beatles albums and he put, like, dance beats to everything? It's like... Well, we'd have a bigger issue because Michael Jackson can't release anything anymore. When he, when he was alive and he owned all of the Beatles' back album, Rick... I'm going to murder you we, in your sleep. We have a bigger issue with zombie Michael Jackson coming back to life. and re- When he was alive, it's just, I'm going to kick you. If you were closer, I would kick you. It's just when he when he was alive, yeah. I feel like I have to qualify yeah. that now. Dumb, dumb. You do. You do. 100%. When Michael Sorry. Jackson was alive and he still owned all the rights to the Beatles back album. Like he owned everything. I yeah. think he owned the whole, yeah. like their whole catalog. I mean... How crappy would that be if he's like, I'm going to release everything, make it more dancey. I mean, it's like if you buy something, I think you have, then you have the responsibility that, you know, that you bear that responsibility to keep the integrity. But I don't know. It's like when you buy something and change it, like you're just kind of like, I'm not talented enough to create this. I'm just going to take yours and then create something else. You're absolutely right. There's a lot of people who aren't talented enough to, to produce this content. But then that's why they buy the intellectual intellectual property, um, and do it in order to do what they want with it. Right? Or you can just pull a Taylor Swift and just fine. I'll just re-record everything. You keep it because I'm not giving you any money. You keep it. I'm just going to re-record everything. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think ultimately it comes down to a slippery slope situation, yes. right? So. I mean, there are some good applications for this. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think we should be willy nilly with like continuity because I don't. Continuity errors happen. Like, who cares? Those are fun things to like. Yeah, even Marvel. You know, you makes to go them. back and. Yeah, you don't have to go back and like fix all that stuff because it doesn't matter, man. Yeah. But you know, changing content for you know different audiences, different places that totally makes sense. Yeah. I understand. You know, they do it all. That that's been done forever, and I think the digital age makes it a lot easier to make those decisions of change. Right. Yep. So before. You know, if I wanted to go and change something, it's already been released. People have it on DVD. They have physical copies. Like, what's the point of actually doing it? You know, are they going to buy it again? It didn't make sense. And so it was easy to not make that change. And if you did, it came at a big expense. The danger is, is when you have a lot of things digitally, you know it can be easily done. And now there's the pressure to make that change. There's the pressure. You know, we see the the Beyonce situation is a good example, actually. Um, you know, hey, I need you to change this. Okay, well, we'll change it. Okay, well, somebody else comes to change. Now somebody else is coming. Hey, make this change. Yep. It's like, am I, am I going to change everything now just because everybody's saying this? When or does it stop? As an artist, as an artist am I just going to keep my, you know, this is what I did. Certain situations of that, beyond situation, that makes sense. You know, like uh, using somebody else's music, that definitely change that. That's fine. Yep. Um, but, but yeah, when does it stop? Yeah. When does it stop? When should when should I stop? When is it okay to say, "Hey, I'm not changing that"? So when they know it's easy to change it. What one interesting, like kind of going from the artist perspective, um, you know, Jet Li was originally supposed to be in the Matrix, right? Um, as the or as the the Oracle's bodyguard, um, and he t- he he did a he did a significant amount of time training and getting ready for it. But one of the caveats within the contract was that. All of all of his work on screen was going to be digitized and motion tracked, and as an artist who had been honing his martial arts for decades at that point, um, he decided to bow out of the movie 
um, even though he had spent already significant, I think he had spent already a year in pre-production getting ready for the role. And he bowed out of the movie because he didn't want his, his technical ability to then be sold as intellectual property. Um, and so like he protected himself and like, I recently read an article about it and he was, he doesn't regret it because he was like, I didn't want them to be able to digitize everything that I've done for, for the majority of my life and then be able to take it and do whatever they wanted with it. He was like, because once that was going to be digitized, he would have no rights to stop it from doing, from doing anything. And so he was worried that they could just put somebody else's, somebody else's head on a 3d body and make them move just like Jet Li does, which he has a very specific style, right? Um, and so like, he protected himself. Did he miss out on a franchise? 100%. Um, but he chose to protect himself and not participate in that because the contract wasn't good for his potential future. Yeah. And it's important to... to some There's something about integrity of an uh, artistry and, and right. obviously... In, you know, in certain, you can be, man, you can like kind of wax and wane about, you know, is Stranger Things like art kind of deal. But of course it is, yeah. you know, it's a creation and um, we have to be careful. We have to be careful in wanting things to be changed um, because we don't like it. Well, that's, and different, like, that's different than being offended, right? Yeah. Or like really being something that's crass or not good or not helpful to well, things. Well, it was it's like the Sonic movie. Like if if every single person who complained online, if like not even like a fraction of those people went and actually saw the movie, then the, there there goes a point where like the studios won't listen to you anymore, right? Yeah. But then the other side of that coin is okay. Well, we got the studios to listen to us, right? So now we're just going to complain about everything everything and get them to change it yeah right and it goes like kind of like tying in with like the whole pop culture thing it goes with like how toxic fandom can be um like i love star wars but the star wars fans can get really really gross Uh, i want to say some of the worst fans are rick and morty fans are they (laughs) well they just think they're smarter than everybody But isn't that like if you don't like the show? Yeah, it is. But it's like if you don't like Rick and Morty, yeah, then you're just too dumb to like the show. You know what I mean? That's that's the way they think. And I'm just, I mean, I'm a Rick and Morty fan too. I don't think that, but a lot of them do. That's funny, which is crazy. It is kind of crazy. It's like if you don't like it 100, percent then you're stupid for not liking. You don't get the show. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, there's some kind of maybe it's humor. It like. There's some fun, intelligent humor in there, but ultimately it's like a bunch of burping and and like drinking. Yeah, jokes. if they Come could cut, if they could cut Rick's burping by like just twenty five percent, they have in the in the last couple of seasons. Have they? It's been it's been a lot less because the it's first been, season that was, was a big thing for the first season. First yeah. season, it was like every third line he was like burping and like nearly throwing up. Well, I want to say show. that he, he mainly he sobered up more. Okay, it's a lot, it's a lot. It's a lot less about drinking and a lot about stupid adventures. Yeah. So, which is the point of the show. Um, but to your point, Jose, I, I think in what Holly was saying too, like, I think there is a fine line, right? I think it's, I think the digital age has given us the ability to go back and like make tweaks to things that maybe we didn't like if we were, if we were writing something and we just, that doesn't resonate with you anymore. Like you could go back and change it. Right. Um, we could, if like, let's say technology wasn't where it was at and had 
it been just a little bit further, like this one scene could have just looked, you know, just perfect to what you wanted. And then, you know, 10 years pass and you're able to go back and do that. I think that's a good thing. Right. Like George Lucas. Yeah. Like George Lucas. Um, but we didn't like any of the things that he added. We didn't, didn't like any of things he changed. It. I didn't mind it. I didn't like every single thing. I'm one care. of those toxic Star Wars fans. No, I yeah. didn't like it. Did you know that the guy who voices Jar Jar gets death threats? To yeah. this day. To yes, this day. He, does. he gets to death threats. And all he did was read lines the way George Lucas wanted him to read them. He didn't yep. want to read them that way. Right. He he was following direction. Yeah. He had a whole different like uh, character for this. And he was like, no, you are stupid. Yeah. You read them like this. <laughs> and so, like, I, I think there's that fine line of being an artist and, like, wanting to make things perfect. Sometimes you just have to let them go and just realize, like, it's already out. Let's just move on to the next thing. There's that balance between being fans of something and then being insane fans that you want to make the creators go back and change. Now, see, this is where that fine line is because there's probably things that should be changed and there's things that, if you know the context of where the artist was at or what they were trying to do, um, then they probably shouldn't. Right. And so like, that's where I think like sometimes you just have to let art be art and it's going to be offensive. It's, it's going to be inspiring. And I think, you know, sometimes we just have to let it go. And I'm saying that to myself too. Like, like there are some, some things that you just kind of have to let go of. And choose to either enjoy it or walk away from it. Well, okay. Well, speaking, of, I know we talked about this earlier, but speaking of offensive, like, so since I read so much, um, the books, I don't read any books that like, if it, if I'm scrolling through like the Kindle store and there's like shirtless men, I don't even like read synopsis for those books. Cause I'm like, that's not really what I, I mean, I do like reading romance, but I'm like, I don't want that. Whatever you're trying to sell, I don't want it. So I skip those. So I'll buy books and they will, I like them or whatever. And then like a year later, I'll be scrolling through and I have a bunch of shirtless men in my Kindle library. I'm like, what happened? And so um, there was some authors that were like, yeah, we realized that if we, we release these books with shirtless guys, people buy the books, like the sales shoot up. And I'm like, that is a problem for us. Like we should do better as readers because that's just offensive right there. <laughs> but so now it's like, I, I went from like clean covers to like, now I've got all these like shirtless men. I'm like, what? And then like Rick will like be looking over my shoulders. He's like, what are you reading? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anymore. But then it can also have a hilarious change because, um, two authors that are close friends, Colleen Hoover and Taryn Fisher, Taryn Fisher, about five years ago, released a book. Um, It was called I Can Be a Better You. And it's an experience that she had when she was younger about a woman who she befriended. And then she kind of like tried to take over her life. So she kind of wrote it into a a fiction novel, whatever. Well, Colleen Hoover had her Amazon password for her like publishing rights. So Colleen Hoover went in and she changed the cover to her face. (laughs) She put her face on, on it. Book. She put her face on it. And then on the back, like the little synopsis of the book, she retyped it up to be like about her. 
And then like, and it was like, instead of written by Taryn Fisher, it was like written by Colleen Hoover. And then she released it. She re-released the book. And so Taryn Fisher didn't find out for like a day or so, like that this book is released with Colleen Hoover's face on it. And so she got kind of upset and, and she was like, I will give you a thousand dollars if you just let this ride for a month. So she was like, she was like, I'll let it go for a week. I'll give you a week. And so because she did that, a lot of people bought the book. Because they were doing a physical version of it, weren't they? Yes. I have two copies of it. Like I bought it because I'm like, because now those books are like worth 500 bucks each. I can oh, sell really? those books yeah. for my college, for because my kids' college. With Amazon independent publishing, like you can use Amazon to produce a physical copy of the book, not just the not just the um, PDF or like the Kindle version. Yeah, of they it. were oh. selling physical copies of the of this book with Ter- with uh, Colleen Hoover's face on it. And so then after a week, Taryn Fisher like sent it, like republished it original with her stuff on it and so it was really funny and people were like oh my gosh i missed getting that book and i'm like i have two copies if you want to give me a thousand dollars i'll give you one of these books because i got them both signed because i saw them at a signing yeah so i got it signed so i'm like these are uh one of it not one of a kind because a lot of people bought it but but it's like but then you can have hilarious like hilarious items like that like having uh and now i have this unique book that is not what the original book was but it's pretty funny that's pretty cool i like that so anyways it's it's a weird topic um obviously it can be good it or can it be can, good, be, can be bad can be really bad um we don't have an answer for it i just think it's we're in an interesting moment in time where as fans like we can kind of force I did air quotes we can force an artist to make changes to work that they've already released um that can be good that can be really bad in in certain in certain cases as an artist who's releasing stuff digitally you can also go back and change things if they no longer resonate with you or if you just wanted to make them better if you released a book and it didn't do very well, just put a shirtless man on there and You're good to go. Uh, it will sell, apparently. Uh, maybe maybe we should change our logo to a shirtless man. <laughs> what what do y'all think? Let us know what you think about uh art in the digitization and and a retroactive uh editing of it. Uh you can email us at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. You can go to Facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. You can tweet us at IGTGS show. You can hit us up on Instagram at It's Going to Get Stupid. You can go to YouTube and search It's Going to Get Stupid podcast. And leave us angry voicemails at 832-304-1423. Not angry, Make just sure love. Fully yelling, fully yelling. Podcast <laughs> no, voice only. No yelling. <laughs> I want to talk about... No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, uh, what was the last thing you watched? Well, so we watched two things. Um, we watched Prey, which... I kind of made Holly watch because obviously Predator is my deal. Um, I really love the whole Predator series, but it was very, it was good. It was, it was good. Really good. It was good. But we can we can talk about that later. Um, I guess I don't know. We also watched Thor: Love and Thunder. We watched Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, it's been out for a few weeks. I'm not gonna spoil anything. Uh, sure. I did not like this movie. Oh, wow! Did you wait? Let me let's, let's let's take a step back. Did you like the other Thors? Uh, so I he like, liked the first and third Thor. Yes. He doesn't like the second or fourth Thor. But I recently re- went through uh, a rewatching of the Thor movies, and Thor: The Dark World was not as bad as I had remembered. It's kind of like it when I, was. 
when I re- when I rewatched <laughs> Iron Man three and I originally hated Iron Man three, when I went back through and watched it again, like I actually really appreciated it, especially for like where the series went. I like Thor Ragnarok, and oh, I Ragnarok was so good. And I so thought, um, I thought Taika Waititi did a great job with Thor Ragnarok in making Thor kind of lighthearted, but still keeping the kind of serious undertones to it. Um, and I was really on board with Taika taking on the Star Wars universe until I saw this movie. Um, it was like he went overboard with the comedic stuff uh, in this movie. And it just felt, it felt like a waste of time. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't, it, I felt like there was just so many things that just happened yeah. without explanation. I mean, I mean, when Mjolnir comes back together, they don't show it. Yeah. It just happens. And then when Natalie Portman becomes Thor, they also don't show that. Yeah. She just is. And it's like, I would have really been interested to see that. And they filmed like that the, would have been interesting for me. They filmed the transformation process because I remember seeing them like on like YouTube or like Instagram is like kind of like people getting like uh set footage. Uh they filmed a, a scene where like she's like floating in the air and there's like a, a you know, I'm assuming when CG would come in, there would be, you know, like a dramatic like transformation. But basically Jane Foster has cancer. Um she's tried spoiler alert. Well it follows the comics. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jane Foster has cancer. She's tried to cure it herself, um, like within her lab. And um, Dr. Uh, Eric, um, the guy who did Selvig, Selvig, Selvig. Uh, is also trying to help her. And she's exhausted um, all of her options. She's probably going to die. She heals um, Mjolnir, Mjolnir? Meow, meow. Meow, meow. calling to her. Meow. And she goes to New Asgard. There's a pedestal that's uh, enclosed in case. Like, it's the cheapest looking pedestal that you could ever think of. There's like a couple of Asgardian guards like standing around it, but basically, there's just like a dome. It's like plexiglass. It's like a plexiglass dome (laughs) over this pedestal that has Mjolnir in it. Like the pieces. Like broken in pieces. She stands next to it. They start shaking, cut to black. And then, like, the next scene that they're back in Asgard, like, oh, we've got a Thor already. It's like... Yeah. And Thor's like, what? Like, like I'm who's Thor. that guy? And Valkyrie's <laughs> like, oh, you're going to love that guy. And then he he walks up to uh, Jane Foster, and he's like, Jane? Like, literally, that's how he said it. <laughs> Jane? I mean, it's just really... Like, there were so many things... I think that would have been a really interesting transformation to be a part of the movie and i don't know why they wouldn't include that but i mean the whole thing it's like they had this whole montage of why they broke up yeah like and it was just kind of really cheesy they made it like i don't know like everything was great in the beginning and then you started working a lot and then i had adventures with the avengers and it was like it just did it was this, this whole montage of like crying in the rain and i don't know it was just so cheesy it was too much and it was like it made it seem like they were together years and years and years which yeah the other it's like in the movies other movies it was like we dated didn't work out moving on yeah. so they, it was just kind of like they created something out of nothing and it was kind of cheesy and there was just a lot of 
It, it was like they, they took too much time on certain things that didn't need it and then just yeah. totally skipped over other things that I would have really liked to see more of. My other problem with, uh, was with gore. Um, now, I didn't have any issues with them changing the look of gore. Like Everyone was freaking out about like he has a nose and he doesn't have tentacles coming off of his head. Um, I, I, could, like, I didn't really care that that was missing. However, they introduced Gore, who's played by Christian Bale, who is a fantastic actor. And he was completely wasted in this role. He also had a southern accent. Kind of. I'm like, what um, is happening? But it was kind of like they introduced Gore like at the very beginning of the movie. His his daughter dies, and so like he's kind of like wandering the desert. He runs and he he finds an oasis where the god of his planet is there celebrating that they just killed the the wielder of the necros the necrosword. I can't remember what it was yeah. Something like that. Um and which it kind of it, so that that sword comes from Null, the symbiote god. And the person laying on the ground kind of looked like Null, but if you know anything about the comics, Null's not that easy to kill. So But we don't know. The battle could have yeah. been raging for decades. And so he picks up the sword, he 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 kills his god. No, the sword chose him. Yeah, he didn't the, pick it up. The sword it chose him. It rose up out of the ground and it he, he took it. He kills his god and then he's like, This is my my promise, all gods will die. Yeah. And then it then it, the movie just starts. Um and like there's just not a lot of like there's not a lot of good like interaction between like Gore and anybody. Like he's kind of he's kind of there and then like he goes kind off. in the background. Yeah, he's kind of in the background. They made like this, a Ronin a little bit, and then they, they made this like really weird storyline between Thor and his love for Mjolnir, Mjolnir. Mjolnir. But then, like Stormbreaker was getting jealous. Yes, they made like Storm. They personified Stormbreaker. Anytime he would talk about Mjolnir, like Stormbreaker would like float up by by his face and like stare at him, and he was like, "Oh, never mind. I, I love you most." Yeah. And it was, and it happened many times in the movie that they gave, like he like. Stormbreaker became a character, yeah, a, a jealous character, yeah. and would like f- turn around and storm away if like he didn't give it attention. And it's like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Yeah. So there's this one scene cheesy. where they're in New Asgard, like kind of like at the base. Gore has just attacked, and he's taking all these kids, um, all the Asgardian kids. And so he's looking at Jane Foster as the as the mighty Thor, and she's just kind of twirling uh, the hammer in her hand, like kind of like a fidget spinner. Um, or like a fidget toy and you see Thor like whispering come to daddy come to daddy and like he's like kind of like like moving his fingers around and then Stormbreaker just kind of creeps out from behind him like it just kind of snuck up on him him. he's like oh hey there you are he's like yeah I was just calling to you yeah I mean Uh, it was just really it was the dumbest thing ever. Why is but this? But it a happened thing? many times throughout the entire movie, yeah. and it was like, why, why? So it was just an element that did not need to no. be. A part of it. So towards the end, like uh, you know, Thor goes and rescues. I'm gonna go ahead and spoil it. Thor goes and rescues the kids, <laughs> right? And one of the stupidest things happen is they have to fight Gore, right? Jane Foster is like on her deathbed. Thor has to stop Gore from reaching eternity who they made into like a, a genie 
Um, they, it wasn't a genie. It was just like a big, like so uh, ethereal statue of celestial statue. But they turned him into a genie because, like, if you can make it to eternity, you can get you a can, wish. You can get a single wish. One wish. And so there was Gore, no dance number. So I'm kind of sad yeah. about it. The whole purpose of Gore's like story arc was like the gods allowed his family and his people to die, so he's going to make it to eternity, um, and he's going to wish for all the gods to perish, right? They the character design for Eternity was on point. I'm really glad they did that. But they turned him into a genie, and if, if my memory serves me well, correctly, uh, Eternity was not a, a, a genie. Um, and so, anyways, they're they're trying to stop Gore from reaching uh, reaching the doorway to Eternity, and in order to do it, Thor gives the children the power of Thor. <laughs> to fight alongside him because whatever well, they had one yeah. had a teddy bear yeah one had like just a rock and like whatever they were holding became yeah. like gave them the power of thor so they would use they would wield the teddy bear as like mjolnir yeah and so like you have heimdall's son who is one of the kids that is kidnapped and he's kind of leading the group but yeah they're all like like Thor is fighting Gore, the God Butcher, and like all these kids are fighting Gore's like shadow monsters with a scarf and a teddy bear, whatever and they have, a shoe, yeah. And but like he does the whole like for whoever should uh, should be worthy shall have the power of Thor temporarily. <laughs> oh gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> and so I don't know. Uh. Like when the trailers came out, like I was really excited about this movie. Um, and then like, as I got closer to release, like my excitement started to wane and I didn't really like, we didn't even go see it like opening week. Like we didn't make an attempt to do that. Yeah. We kind of like got lucky and like, um, Holly's parents took the kids and we had a free moment. So we were like, let's go, let's go watch it. And it's one of the, it's one of the first like Marvel movies where I'm like, I could have just waited to see that on Disney plus. I'm so glad I did not go watch it. So well, glad I waited. Okay. So when we left the theater, we were like, it was good. I mean, it was definitely, like, yeah. entertaining. It had some funny, like, you laughed out loud. I mean, things were just weird in parts. But it was like, overall, we were entertained. It was just the reflection upon yeah. it later that the more we thought about it, the more we were like, oh, you know what? I don't know that I really like. And also, that. Russell Crowe as Zeus was awful. Yeah, oh, he was way over the top. Yeah, and I love Russell Crowe, but yeah. he was way over the top. So I don't know. I don't really recommend. This is like going to be one of the first Thor butts, ladies. You get Thor butts. Some butt. men, you get Thor butts. So whatever, take take that if you want it. Uh, watch it if you want. I don't know how. Like it, obviously, there's connective tissue between like everything they're doing. Um, I don't know. I the more I think about it, the the less enthusiastic and I'm. There I'm, were quite a few it. like vulgar jokes. So we yeah. this was one of those that we're like, I don't know if we're gonna let the kids watch this one. Yeah. It kind of uh there were a few jokes that will probably go over the kids' heads. Yeah. If they don't, I would be embarrassed. Like some of them were a little <laughs> a little yeah. vulgar. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know. Watch it if you want. Uh it's it's an interesting is it better than Thor 2? I'm going to say no. Oh, it's just wow. different. 
And I think Valkyrie was Whoa. wasted. Valkyrie was wasted. Wasted. I mean, she's this. She's king of Asgard, and she was just kind of like whatever. Like I don't know. I just felt like I wanted more from her. I wanted to, I wanted them to really allow her to be a really yeah. powerful character, and they were just like, whatever. This is boring. Let's go fight something else. I was like, I don't I w- know. I wonder if because so basically there was no character progression for her because that's how she no. was yeah. in. No. The other one. So she's kind of the same, but as the king, but yes. there's nothing like she, it would have been better if she was changed in some kind of way. Right. Yes. Um, I wonder if like the pressure of. Oh, blast Thor got to Taika Waititi. Man, so he said in interviews that he doesn't do a lot of research for his projects. Like he just kind of <laughs> does whatever he wants, which again, that made me excited about star Wars. Right. Because like, you know, if he doesn't like he asked Natalie Portman, if she wanted to be in a star Wars movie, um after they were done with thor love and thunder um and that was kind of refreshing because it's like he's not going to come in with like all the like wanting to do the knights of the old republic and stuff like that but then at the same time it's like it's you it kind of showed in this movie he was just making a he was just making a taika movie that I mean, Thor happened it to be was, in it. it was bright it was colorful yeah. it was a lot of action i mean you will be entertained. It's not it's not like a yeah, don't bother. I mean, it was definitely entertaining. Yeah. We had a good time. It's just the when you think about it later, just don't. And my sister said she really loved it because she went in with like low expectations. So lower those expectations, people. Yeah. Go watch Thor and I think you'll really like it. Yep. It was okay. Yeah. It was it was on the high side of okay. I'm not gonna give it that much. High side of okay. I'm not gonna give it that much. I was entertained. Wow. It was entertaining. Jose, what was the last movie you watched? So the last, I mean, I haven't watched too many movies. I thought about talking about Sonic 2, but I think we did already. I don't remember. And it, it was a good movie. I mean, it was a kid's movie. Yeah, it was um, good. But, I, what I, but I'd rather talk about is Good Girls. So I started watching <laughs> Good Girls with my wife, and we finished the first season. Yep. Um so the basic premise of the show, if you've like seen the trailers, it just looks like these three women are robbing a grocery store and like, what is going on? Why are they doing this? Um, I, it's a very interesting story and it, they're dumb. They're just dumb. They just do dumb stuff. Like they continue to make poor, dumb decisions. And I like shows like that uh, because it makes me feel smart. <laughs> But they're and not. They're like, not robbing like, for no reason. I mean, like. Well, there's a reason, but but they're but they just keep making bad decisions along the way, over and over again. I'm like, why would you do that? That makes no sense. I like those kind of shows though because I like to talk to the people in the show. Um, but the acting is really well done. Yes. So good. Um, so good. And and and, I, and because they make dumb decisions, here's the thing: because they make really poor decisions. I am actually not sure what's going to happen next. Where does season so, one end? I don't remember. It ends with um, Dean getting shot. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yep. So, but it's just. Um, I mean, oh, I just spoiler love, alert. I just love the whole like you have like a bunch of soccer moms that are like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of In like that John world. Q. Yeah. It's like that John Q. Whatever Denzel. Yeah. It's like. My child's sick. I need money. Yeah. I, I'm not getting it, so I'm going to get it another way. Yeah. Or, no, but it, but it definitely is like it, they're way out of their element. Uh, yes, and, um, and, it, and it's. It, I mean, the the cast is. Uh, I forgot her. What's her name? Rita. I think it's her name. Red. From, uh, Greta. Reda. Reda. Yeah, Reda. Reda. And then you have Christina um, Hendricks. Christina Hendricks as and, the, the main lady, and then. Uh, 
Shoot, what Number is her name? Number four from Scott Pilgrim. And played guitar yeah. on uh, <laughs> yeah. in Avatar. She's, I can't remember. She's, she's great, though. I mean, Mae Whitman. Mae yes. Whitman. Mae Whitman, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. The three, the three uh, leads in this are hilarious. Yeah. Um, and in their own right, like they're different kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, I really like that. Uh, I even like Matt Lillard as, as, um, as the, the husband yeah. of, uh, Gina Hendricks. He's, he plays a really just, uh, like you just love to hate him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it stays that way through the entire, like all the seasons. Yeah. Like yeah. he's very, oh, yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert. He doesn't actually die. So, um, but yeah, yeah it was good. It was good. That 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 episode, Jose, where uh, Matt Lillard gets shot, was actually the very first episode that we watched. Really? What? Yeah, like we were just flipping channels one night, and like we saw it. I was like, "Oh, that's Matt Lillard," and um, we just saw it, and like we watched the entire episode. We had no idea what was going on, and it happened to be like on Hulu or something, and we were just like, "You know, we should go watch." Like that was really interesting. Let's go watch the 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 actual season. Um, and like, I think we binged it in like two or three days, but I just love, I just love that no matter what bad decisions are being brought up, the other girls are like, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, I mean, it's there, there's this one, you know, there's one point where she's like going to turn them in. Red is going to turn them in and then she doesn't because she just, you know, they're just really close together and they are doing it for like a good reason in a way, you know, there's some, there's some interesting points in there of things yeah. it's just it's it's a lot of fun. it's a fun show like it it's is. just fun i think that's the thing about it it doesn't take itself too seriously at all um even in the really serious moments it doesn't take and there's some pretty serious stuff that happens especially starting out the second season i'm just like oh my gosh and, but it's it's fun yeah i think um, so i think that I, was the thing like it 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 didn't go it was definitely a drama but it didn't go like hard like um law and order svu drama or like oh, yeah. like law and order like drama right um, there was definitely, there's definitely some comedic moments in the series. Um, and it's just a really good blend. Like it's just really solid writing in my opinion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, solid so writing and great acting. I would say, um, don't watch Thor love and thunder. Just watch good girls. <laughs> yeah. It is the whole thing. And watch Prey. Pray, pray, we'll, we'll talk about Prey on the next episode. Prey was good. It was Maybe, you know what? I'm gonna, I'll watch Prey before the next episode. We can talk about I'm going to probably, by the time we record the next one, I will probably have seen Prey like three or five times. Three or five? Is yeah. it? Wait, is it three Unseating Tenet? No, 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 no. I watched Interstellar watched, and Tenet yesterday. He watched Tenet yesterday. <laughs> I, I came in his office. He's watching it. Tenet, though? Is it? No, it's not going to unseat Tenet, but like it's going to it's going to be in heavy rotation. I saw like bit. he was working and then on his little second monitor, he had tenant playing. And of course I know what it is. And I'm like, Hey, what are you watching? He was like, uh, this like it's tenant. I'm like, yeah, I know dummy. <laughs> awesome, man. So skip Thor, watch good girls or yeah. just wait don't till change. Thor comes on Disney. Plus. Media. Watch it. You don't need to go to the theater, but they, you know what? They can change Thor love and thunder. They yeah, could. they should. They, 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 they should the add, as Natalie, as Jane Foster becomes Thor, they should add that in. I'll be and okay with it. remove all the Stormbreaker personification. Yeah. Like, just... we, want, we, want the, we want the Snyder Cut. <laughs> anyway, I'll just release the Snyder Cut. Do we want the um, Taika Cut, though? Because I think no. it would just get worse. <laughs> you can email us at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. You can go to facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. You can tweet us at IGTGS show. Hit us up on Instagram at it's going to get stupid. 
You can search It's Going to Get Stupid podcast on YouTube. And leave us a voicemail at 832-304-1423. Thanks for listening. Um, I was I don't have anything funny or, you know, kind of cool to say. that a question? Thanks for listening, maybe? No, it was just, it was just a weird, you know, I was trying to think of something kooky to say or funny. Um, I, I didn't I didn't have anything. I'm sorry. Are you kooky? I failed. Are you kooky on a normal can we, day? Can we go back? Can we go back and edit this? Re-edit. Maybe we'll come back. You know what? We're gonna edit this and put something kooky in there. We'll only edit kooky. if you say something super offensive. Wait, don't. That's no, not a no, challenge. Uh, not a challenge. Actually, no. I'm pretty sure I've said something pretty <laughs> offensive before. Um, and on that note, before I do say something offensive, bye. Bye. bye.